Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 105. Your intuition can guide you during times of chaos. In this episode, we talk about different times to where Lindsay and I are in fight or flight mode, to where we cannot see your intuition, and it's actually fear that's guiding us. And then we also share times to where we're centered, and we could feel our intuition very clearly. And we give you tips on how you can get centered to where you could tap into your intuition and have no doubt that it is guiding you during all times throughout your life. I hope everybody enjoys the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about how your intuition can work in times of chaos. And right now we're definitely in one of those times around the world, the coronavirus is the topic of conversation in the media. So. It is. So before we get started, I want you to think about being in a horse stable. And this is a true story. When I was, I think 16 years old, I was with my friend Jerry. And we were at his grandma's house and she had horses in her backyard. And so we're just sitting there talking and all of a sudden we look to our right and two horses are charging at us. So we're like, ah, and we started running as fast as we could and jumped over the fence. And we made it by by a lot. I think they were probably like 40 feet behind us. So I tell you that story because in that moment, as the horses were charging towards us, we were in fight or flight mode. Mm-hmm. We weren't thinking, and I guarantee if I was even aware of my intuition then, I would not be able to tap in to my intuition. And here's the thing, most people are walking around, the average person's walking around and they're letting uh, the traffic lights cause them to go in fight or flight mode. Arguments with their siblings or their relationships or all these different things are happening on the outside of us and we're going into fight or flight mode. And then when chaos actually does happen, there's no way we could ever use our intuition during that time. Right. There's no energy left. There is no clarity on what the difference between intuition and and fear looks like. And I think that's a common question that that I get asked, and I'm sure with your um, intuitive coaching clients too, where they're trying to figure out, well, is this my intuition talking or is this my fear talking? How do I know what's real? And I think that's a very common question. And I believe that fear and intuition never go hand in hand. Like there's no way that your intuitive thoughts can come into play when you're in complete um, fear mode. I feel like there's more clarity without being in that in that mode. Definitely. And in this episode, so we want you to dive deep into maybe the blind spots in your life to where uh, maybe you have anxiety around traveling, you know, when, when you can travel again, maybe you have anxiety um, going on a, on a plane ride, or maybe you have anxiety uh, with relationships, like you think that all men are bad or all females are bad, or maybe you have anxiety with money and you have some negative beliefs around that. And what happens is when we, when we start off with those negative beliefs, say, say for instance with uh, relationships, well you go and you go on a date with a, with a girl and the first sign, the first negative thing that you see about that girl or about that woman 
it causes you to go in fight or flight mode. It mm -hmm. causes you to where you start overthinking things because of your preconceived negative beliefs. So I want to know what blind spots do you have? What are things that you could think deeply uh, that trigger you to where you have these negative beliefs already starting out? I, I can share one of mine that's a big thing for me, and you already know this. So when I was in going into sixth grade, my best friend at the time, we were riding bikes and we were driving down the road and she we always used to ride, she would ride me halfway home. And it was probably at like five or six o'clock at night and we were going down the regular road that we always go down and she was riding in the street and I was on the sidewalk and a car beeped. She thought it was coming from a different direction and she got hit. And I saw her go up in the air she was in a body cast. Um, she was in a wheelchair at the next point. There was so much emotional charge related to that accident. And it was a long process for her. And I was there during that time. And then in 2007, Nick was on the motorcycle and he passed in the motorcycle accident. So now um, there was an experience that happened, I wanna say it was probably two years ago, where Tony loves riding bikes, bicycles, um, not motorcycles, bicycles, and he was riding, and all of a sudden I heard sirens soon after he left, and I went into fight or flight mode. My heart started racing, and I thought it was intuitively getting a feeling that something was happening to him, and I called his phone, and he picked up. When that happened with Nick, I called his phone, and a state trooper picked up. So if you could imagine that feeling, my physical body went into that complete fight or flight mode. So. Now I know that if I get nervous when Tony's riding a bike, I have to take a breath and really talk myself out of that experience um, because it's, and it's something that I've worked on over the years. I feel like I've gotten better since that happened, but I couldn't intuitively think clearly because of the, the beliefs that I had previously. Right, and that's something, it, it, it's a painful, real experience that happened with Lindsay, but I think the reason why you're able to get better at this yeah. is because you're you're seeing it for what it is and you're realizing, wait, this isn't something that's real all the time, right? This isn't something that I have to um, go into fight or flight mode every time in an ambulance, I hear ambulance or every time, because it's not healthy to be in that mode. Because once again, this episode is about learning to use your intuition during times of chaos. So when the chaos comes, if you're not doing the daily things you need to do to heal yourself or to help transform that energy that's inside of you, then when chaos happens, it's you already lost because the fight or flight mode is going to activate immediately. Mm -hmm. So I think it's it goes back to our daily routine, how honest we are with ourselves. And if we can look ourselves in the mirror, and start to look for those blind spots. And I call them blind spots. It doesn't mean that you can't see them because once you start to look for something, like right now you're thinking about what are the blind spots that I have in my life? Well, you know the whole cause and effect thing, law of attraction, whatever you start searching for, you'll start finding answers to. It's true. And I think even if you can list out the things that you feel are um, tough for you. For example, like you brought up traveling. Mm -hmm. Someone could literally want to travel but have a fear in their back of their mind because of traveling. And right now is not the time to travel, of course, with everything that's going on. But you could think, oh, I want to travel, but I have a fear. You go and you book a flight, 
You show up at the airport and they say the flight's delayed. You could easily think that you're intuitively getting, that's a sign I'm not supposed to get on that flight because it's delayed. But if you already have background history of an emotional charge, check in with yourself and think, is this really my intuition working or is this my emotionally charged fear that's coming out? So kind of check in with yourself there. That's a great example. And now that we're talking about the traveling once again, I think that's part, I mean, I know that's part of my fight or flight mode I go into. Mm -hmm. um, so in the 93 flood that it went through all of the Midwestern oh, yeah. United States and all that, I was in that. So I was probably, I was six years old then. Um, so anytime like here in Florida, if the, if the water starts, if it starts pouring down rain, I'm like, Lindsay, we have to go and get to high ground. Like we have to get. You're like, great. We have all these groceries and we can't get home. I'm like, we're a street over. We're fine. Remember? Oh, she's referring to the time to where we went grocery shopping. And then all of a sudden it's in the summer here in Tampa Bay in South Tampa. Certain streets will flood if it pours down rain because it pour, as a lot of you know, it pours down rain in Florida. So we went grocery shopping and we bought all of our groceries. We start to go home and it's like, oh, that road's flooded. We go left, that road's flooded, but there's cars going through it. I'm like, Lindsay, no, we're not driving through that because for one, it's dangerous. I don't think anybody should. Um, for two, I'm in fight or flight mode. I'm not thinking and I'm realizing this. And I will say that all of our road trips over the years have really helped me to release this little by little. But if I'm being honest in the moment, it's not all the way released yet. Like I, I am not tuned into my intuition during those times. It's more Lindsay, she's more of the centered one. She's like, we're gonna be okay, quit freaking out. And then of course that makes me freak out more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so think about if you've ever had those moments where you can actually think of examples. Maybe they're not exactly the same, but it's something similar. Yeah, and if you feel courage today, uh, courageous, please share in the comments if you have any examples of when you go into fight or flight mode. And listen, we're not just gonna talk about all the negative things here. We're gonna actually talk about positive aspects of it too, right? Times yeah. to where we feel in control and we feel like we're tapping into mm -hmm. our intuition. What are some times when you feel like that? Okay, I'm thinking of a negative one because I, I- We'll share we, the negative one again. All right, because we before we had this episode, we were talking like, okay, let's share some stories. And it was really hard for me to think of negative stories. So we were having a whole discussion about how to really take time to think of those negative stories because a lot of the times you focus on Oh, what are their amazing things that happen? Mm -hmm. And I was thinking of a time where I was babysitting the next door neighbors. <laughs> There's a little boy and a little girl. And somehow the little boy got us to go into the bathroom and he threw the pet bird in there with us. And the bird started flapping around with me and the little girl. And I could not think clearly. If I was thinking clearly and intuitively, I would know that, okay, I'm stronger. I can open the door just fine, but I couldn't think clearly. I was freaking out because of the bird. So I'm just imagining that experience of the bird flapping all around and not being able to think. So that's a moment of chaos where maybe now looking back at it, I would think, okay, let me just breathe. It's gonna be fine. I'm gonna get out and it could be different. Right, but so I still have a thing with birds. Like I love birds, but to be in a house with a bird that's loose, I don't know how I would deal with it. And that's the thing. I had a thing with birds too until I um, held uh, one of the kids I was mentoring, her, her bird. Mm -hmm. I held it and then I became friends with it and that <laughs> overcame it. So you can see there's a lot of uh, different ways you can overcome this. Just because you go in fight or flight mode with different things, right? It doesn't mean you have to yeah. stay there. That's true. It's true. You don't have to stay and there, the right? the bird that we were just with the other day maybe helped me with the bird because I pet him. 
That's true. Yeah, if you haven't heard that story, it's in our last podcast episode. It's a sad but happy story as well. Um, so let's think about different times. So before we go ahead, you can see that when you are in fight or flight mode and you know what it feels like because it's just like you're like we just described, you're like freaking out, you're part of the, you cannot tap into your intuition. And a lot of times we unconsciously go into these modes and we think that we're tapping into our intuition. But if we become all the way aware, we're realizing, wait, no, I'm not centered right now. I'm mm-hmm. feeling a little chaotic. It seems like my intuition, but you have to always look at the space that you're coming from. That's the main thing that matters. And um, there's, a, there's a couple of stories we could share to where we feel in control and we're coming from a centered space and not that fight or flight space. Yeah. So I would say like what's going on now in the world, I think feeling centered and in flow, of course there's moments where things are gonna naturally come up, where mm. your emotions will, being a human, you'd think, oh, am I gonna have enough food or enough toilet paper? You know, that's the first thought because you see the, the shelves going bare. So I remember feeling that feeling. But then also I had this calmness come over me and I think the ways that I could think clearly in the chaos was to were really was to drown out, um, or I don't know if that's the right word, to completely zone out away from the media, away from the conversations about how we're not gonna have enough or things aren't going to be okay and we should freak out. I went away from those conversations and started to unfollow things online and shut off the news. So I feel like when I did that, it created a different sense. And then also we have a list of things that we've been doing that we do regularly to help us feel more balanced. Right, and it's not like you just started doing that now. No. I've known Lindsay for 10 years and she, she'll, she's informed enough. Like if there's a hurricane coming to Tampa, we know about it. If there's anything like at risk, but, we're, but we both decided a long time ago, we're not gonna be inundated by the news all day long because we realize that gets us in fight or flight mode and we yeah. are we live by our intuition like a lot of you listening or watching the video right now and we know that that does not serve us so it's not about what you do when chaos happens it's about what are you doing every single day of your life so I'll give you an example so when I I played basketball since I was five years old so when I go on a basketball court I feel in complete control Oops, I feel in complete control. I feel like I could like everything's in slow motion to me. I feel like I'm playing with my intuition 99% of the time. So then it comes out very good. Like I'm I'm better than the average person at basketball because of that. Not because I decided to do that one day. It's because I spent thousands and thousands of hours practicing basketball, not only basketball, my coaches taught me how to have the right mentality with basketball to stay even keel, not to get, you know, overly, like show your emotion out there, but not to get, you know, not to play angry. Like you could play with power, you could play with force, but if you're ever playing angry and you're playing out of that space of anger, it never, it never works out well. It could look like anger on the outside. It could look like, wow, they're playing really aggressive. But if you ask any athlete, they'll tell you, no, I feel centered in this moment. Mm-hmm. I don't feel angry. I feel centered and I feel like I'm channeling all of uh, my emotions. So 
why was I able, why am I able to do that on a basketball court? Because I practice, practice, practice. Um, why are we getting better at doing it in our own life? Because we think about what we're talking about in this episode every single day. We have these conversations, we have daily routines that help us. So um, if you have anything that you could think of to where you feel like you're in the zone and you feel like your intuition is just tapped on, think of different hobbies you're doing, um, different interests that you have, anything, you could be cooking, you could be skateboarding, it doesn't matter what it is. What are a few things that you do to where you feel like you're in the zone? I definitely feel like riding bikes, painting, doing creative things, that really, walking, like those are the things, planting. Please share below any any things that you do that help you to get in that zone to where you're tapped into that intuition, out of fight or flight mode and into your centeredness and that that feeling that you know what it feels like. So And normally when you're getting intuitive thoughts, it's when you're not focused on trying to get them. So mm-hmm. a lot of times yes. people will say, Well, how can I I want this answer for this specific problem? But if you want it in that moment, it's probably not going to happen. It's normally going to be something, it will look like, let me set the intention, maybe I'll write it out or say it out loud, I'm looking for an answer. You go and let go of that idea of getting it in that moment and go do something fun. Do something that's meditative for you. It doesn't mean you need to sit and hum in silence meditating. Mm -hmm. It could be you going to ride your bike or planting, fixing a car, golfing, whatever it may be. And then all of a sudden a thought or an image pops in and you're like, wow, that was so clear. And you might even have a feeling come over you. So you just want to be aware of how this can come through. And it's actually not that complicated. It's usually just moving out of your own way. But if you're in fear mode, you can't think clearly. Yeah, it's like, I look at it like it's a combination to a lock. Everybody's different. Like we we could sit here and share all the things that work for us. There's a few basic things that all humans need, like we know exercise, proper nutrition, the mentality, but there's a lot of different activities that we could talk about that is defined as meditation or puts you in that trance, puts you in that uh, meditative state. So look at it like a lock. Each person's lock is a different combination. Take our information we're sharing with you, try out a few things, see what resonates with you, And eventually, as you do this over and over and over again, and you keep trying out the different combinations, you'll figure out your sweet spot, and then your lock will unlock, and you'll know. You won't have to question, was that my intuition, or was that fear? So let's name a few ideas to give them to it. We already named a few. Yeah. Maybe a few more. Um, How are we doing on time, too? um, We are doing... We're doing good. We could close it out right here, but a few few other things. um, Quiet time, alone time. So... Intuition is a subtle feeling. So it, it's my belief that people need alone time to get to know themselves, their emotions and their feelings. And, um, and this could be when you're doing your hobby or whatever, to where you could start to feel the difference between, wait, okay, I, I'm starting to sense that, that, that subtle feeling on the inside. That's my intuition. Mm-hmm. So you need plenty of alone time to get to that space. Definitely. Um, and the other spaces exercise which I feel like when you're moving your body and moving your energy you are more in tuned with the thoughts that float in because when you're moving your your physical body the other energy is flowing too and I think that's part in the exercise and nutrition goes hand in hand because I do notice when I'm consciously picking out foods to eat not by cravings but by um 
feelings of like, you know what, my body needs that. I feel like I need more yellow in my diet or I need more green or whatever it may be, or I need more water. That's when things start, these little baby steps of taking the steps of, I feel my body needs a walk at this time. I feel my body needs this food at this time. That's taking initiative to decide, okay, I'm gonna follow that sense. It definitely is. And I, I wanna add another thing would be where you could implement what Lindsay just said, exercising. Your morning routine is so powerful. You've heard this a million times, but now you're hearing it from me. Um, it's so powerful to develop a morning routine that gets you ready to handle all the, cause like, I look at every single day, like it's chaos. Like that's what life, life is made of chaos and it's made of beauty and it's all of that, right? So it's not always gonna be a pandemic that's going on like right now, but there's always going to be something. So if you have that morning routine to where it, it gets you ready to start your day to where you get centered and you do your combination lock and you're like, okay, I'm centered, I'm primed, I'm alive, um, I'm tuned into my intuition. Well, that's gonna be such a valuable, valuable thing you could do. Please share below different things that help you get yourself centered to where you're out of fight or flight mode, you're into your centered, you you got your combination perfectly set with your lock and you unlocked it. And share below, please, because this is gonna stimulate ideas for everybody else who watches this or reads uh, the comments. Yes. We hope that this gave you some value and share with us your insights. Can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes and remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.